Pollution okay, pot not. That and other stories on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. The Trump administration is set to start the work of dismantling climate and water rules as early as next week. That's according to new EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt, who spoke last week at the Conservative Political Action Conference, or CPAC. Pruitt wants to give states more of a say in air and water protection to ensure that regulations are reined in. An example of what he means is being played out in West Virginia, where a bill that would allow more pollution to be discharged into rivers and streams was approved by a legislative committee. The bill would change the way pollutants are measured so that discharge permits would allow significantly more contaminants in water, according to a consultant who spoke with the Charleston Gazette Mail. The bill is being pushed by the State Manufacturers Association with the support of Governor Jim Justice. The governor said in his State of the State address that regulators should stop standing in the way of business growth. He denigrated state environmental inspectors, saying they wear t-shirts, old jeans, and haven't shaved in forever. According to Angie Rosser with the Western Virginia Rivers Coalition, it comes down to whether the legislature wants more toxic and cancer-causing chemicals in water or not. While the feds want to allow states more leeway with pollution regulations, not so fast with marijuana. White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer said the administration expects federal officials to enforce drug laws prohibiting marijuana in states that now allow recreational use. The feds will continue to allow medical pot, but the Trump spokesman said that he believes recreational use may encourage people to try opioids, basically the theory that weed is a gateway drug. But the The marijuana industry is already quite large, employing thousands. One state benefiting from legalization is accommodating the industry, particularly in its use of water, even as the administration gets mad over reefers. A little more than a week ago, a court in Colorado approved an application to use water to grow pot for both medical and recreational use. The company asking for the permission wants a water right to irrigate up to 3,000 pot plants. The application was filed in the complex water courts in Colorado and was approved, even though pot is still a controlled substance, as the White House pointed out. Aspen Journalism reports that there may not be an appeal of the decision granting the water right. It seems the main objections were not to the use of the water, but instead the amount required. The Colorado court pointed out that while federal law may ban pot, it does not ban using water to grow marijuana. Last Friday, Pope Francis said that access to clean drinking water is a basic human right. His remarks came as he met with 90 international experts who participated in what was called a Dialogue on Water held at the Vatican. The Catholic News Service reports that the Pope cited statistics from the UN that said each day 1,000 children die from water-related illnesses and millions of people consume polluted water daily. The pontiff also said that he asks himself if we are all headed toward a world war 
over water. The struggle to protect water from pollution has led to violence, as most know, in North Dakota, maybe not on the scale feared by the Pope, but still with people being attacked by dogs, water cannons, and bullets. The day before the Pope made his remarks, police officers in North Dakota removed all remaining water protectors from the main Standing Rock camp. Videos of the police action resemble military operations, with armed vehicles and riot-clad officers heavily weaponized. At one time, the Standing Rock camp contained 10,000 people, but last week only 70 remained, according to Vice News. There's a new study about fracking and its potential threat to water, which shows it is more significant than thought. This new report, done by researchers at Duke University, looked at spills not only during the fracking process itself, but long after drilling, as much as 10 years. The study found that there had been nearly 7,000 releases, or spills, from fracked wells over a 10-year period in four states, North Dakota, Colorado, New Mexico, and Pennsylvania. What was significant about this new research is that a prior study done by the EPA found only about 460 spills in a shorter period, but that EPA report did not look beyond just a few days after drilling. The new work showed that about half of the spills occur around storage of liquids and moving them through pipelines. Most of the spills studied occurred in North Dakota, where police just removed protesters from the Standing Rock site. And finally, we've all had bad hair days when we want to hide, but that uncooperative hairdo of yours, it could score you some cold, hard cash. Operative word being cold. People from all over the globe are heading to Canada to create the most artistic hairstyle possible by freezing it. The most dramatic coif could win $750. To enter the contest, you first have to get yourself to Takini Hot Pools in the Yukon and soak in their hot springs. And it's got to be cold enough, somewhere in the neighborhood of negative 4 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't worry, the pool is toasty, averaging about 180 degrees, and for that reason, it emits a lot of steam, which then freezes your hair. The Takini website gives step-by-step -step instructions for the best results, which include the caveat that it could take a while. Two of the steps in the process are wait, and then wait some more. Eventually, your hair will be ready to sculpt to a design limited only by your imagination. Think Medusa or Einstein. When you're ready, take a selfie and submit it to the contest. Winners will be announced mid-March. Curious to see the hair-raising early submissions? Go to our website at h2oradio.org to see the frozen bobs, or as the Daily Telegraph called them, permafrosts. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Build a better world through better water at AWWA's ACE 17 in Philadelphia, June 11th through 14th. Learn more at awwa.org slash ACE 17.